Paragraphs 19 through 28 of Treatise on Christ and Antichrist by Hippolytus of Rome. Translated by Alexander Roberts and James Donaldson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. These words, then, being thus presented, let us observe somewhat in detail of what Daniel says in his visions. For in distinguishing the kingdoms that are to rise after these things, he showed also the coming of Antichrist in the last times, and the consummation of the whole world. In expounding the vision of Nebuchadnezzar, then, he speaks thus, Thou, O king, sawest, and behold a great image standing before thy face, the head of which was of fine gold, its arms and shoulders of silver, its belly and its thighs of brass, and its legs of iron, and its feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest, then, till that a stone was cut out without hands, and smote the image upon the feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to an end. Then were the clay, the iron, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken, and became like the chaff from the summer threshing floor, and the strength, fullness of the wind carried them away, and there was no place found for them, and the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Now, if we set Daniel's own visions side by side with this, we shall have one exposition to give of the two together, and shall be able to show how concordant with each other they are, and how true. For he speaks thus, I, Daniel, saw, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lioness, and had wings as of an eagle. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, a second beast like to a bear, and it was made stand on one part, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it. I beheld, and lo, a beast like a leopard, and it had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl, and the beast had four heads. After this I saw, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. It had iron teeth and claws of brass, which devoured and brake in pieces, and it stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered its horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, and before it there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. I beheld till the thrones were set, and the Ancient of Days did sit, and his garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was a flame of fire, his wheels were a burning fire. A stream of fire flowed before him, Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood around him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, till the beast was slain and perished, and his body given to the burning fire, and the dominion of the other beasts was taken away. I saw in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man was coming with the cloud of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and was brought near before him. And there was given him dominion, and honor, and the kingdom, 
and all peoples, tribes, and tongues shall serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom shall not be destroyed. Now since these things, spoken as they are with a mystical meaning, may seem to some hard to understand, we shall keep back nothing fitted to impart an intelligent apprehension of them to those who are possessed of a sound mind. He said then that a lioness came up from the sea, and by that he meant the kingdom of the Babylonians in the world, which also was the head of gold in the image. In saying that it had wings as of an eagle, he meant that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was lifted up and was exalted against God. Then, he says, the wings thereof were plucked, that is to say, his glory was destroyed, for he was driven out of his kingdom. And the words, a man's heart was given to it, and it was made stand upon the feet as a man, refer to the fact that he repented and recognized himself to be only a man, and gave the glory to God. Then, after the lioness, he sees a second beast, like a bear, and that denoted the Persians. For after the Babylonians, the Persians held the sovereign power. And in saying that there were three ribs in the mouth of it, he pointed to three nations, namely the Persians, and the Medes, and the Babylonians, which were also represented on the image by the silver, after the gold. Then there was the third beast, a leopard, which meant the Greeks. For after the Persians, Alexander of Macedon obtained the sovereign power on subverting Darius, as is also shown by the brass on the image. And in saying that it had four wings of a fowl, he taught us most clearly how the kingdom of Alexander was partitioned. For in speaking of four heads, he made mention of four kings, namely those who arose out of that kingdom. For Alexander, when dying, partitioned out his kingdom into four divisions. Then, he says, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible. It had iron teeth and claws of brass. And who are these but the Romans? Which kingdom is meant by the iron? The kingdom which is now established. For the legs of that image were of iron. And after this, what remains, beloved, but the toes of the feet of the image? in which part is iron and part clay mixed together. And mystically, by the toes of the feet, he meant the kings who are to rise from among them, as Daniel also says in the words, I considered the beast, and lo, there were ten horns behind it, among which shall rise another horn, an offshoot, and shall pluck up by the roots the three that were before it. And under this was signified none other than Antichrist, who is also himself to raise the kingdom of the Jews. He says that three horns are plucked up by the root of him, namely, the three kings of Egypt, and Libya, and Ethiopia, whom he cuts off in the array of battle. And he, after gaining terrible power over all, being nevertheless a tyrant, shall stir up tribulation and persecution against them, exalting himself against them. For Daniel says, I considered the horn, and behold, that horn made war with the saints, and prevailed against them, till the beast was slain and perished, and its body was given to the burning of fire. After a little space, the stone will come from heaven, which smites the image, and breaks it in pieces, and subverts all the kingdoms, and gives the kingdom to the saints of the Most High. 
This is the stone which becomes a great mountain, and fills the whole earth, of which Daniel says, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and was brought near before him. And there was given him dominion, and glory, and a kingdom, and all peoples, tribes, and languages shall serve him. And his dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom shall not be destroyed. He showed all power given by the Father to the Son, who is ordained Lord of things in heaven, and things on earth, and things under the earth, and judge of all, of things in heaven, because he was born the word of God before all ages, and of things on earth, because he became man in the midst of men, to recreate our Adam through himself, and of things under the earth, because he was also reckoned among the dead, preaching the gospel to the souls of the saints, and by death overcoming death. As these things then are in the future, and as the ten toes of the image are equivalent to so many democracies, and the ten horns of the fourth beast are distributed over ten kingdoms, let us look at the subject a little more closely, and consider these matters in the clear light of a personal survey. The gold head of the image and the lioness denoted the Babylonians, the shoulder and arms of silver and the bear represented the Persians and Medes, the belly and thighs of brass, and the leopard meant the Greeks, who held the sovereignty from Alexander's time. The legs of iron and the beast dreadful and terrible expressed the Romans, who hold the sovereignty at present. The toes of the feet, which are part clay and part iron, and the ten horns, were emblems of the kingdoms that are yet to rise. The other little horn that grows up among them meant the Antichrist in their midst. The stone that smites the earth and brings judgment upon the world was Christ. End of paragraph 28